Hi guys, it's Ephraim. It's Cooper. And we just wanted to talk to you guys before the episode and tell you guys that we have just created a brand new Twitter account. Where can they follow this Twitter account, Cooper? They can follow it at the ECA show. Yep. On Twitter. Yep, you guys can find us there. We'll be um, pretty much um, be uploading, or we'll be tweeting about when we post our new episodes, um, whatever's on our minds, um, whatever comes to us. You guys can get new info, news about the show there. And yeah, um, we'll see you guys in the episode. Yes, yes. I'm Ephraim Cooper. And I'm Cooper Allen. And this, this is, is the, the Ephraim, Ephraim Cooper, Cooper Allen Show. Show. Cooper. Hi, Ephraim. What's up? Just having some hot cocoa. Yeah, having some marshmallows. Yeah, I'm having some hot cocoa and marshmallows too. Having a whole mood. Hey, hey. What the aesthetic, Cooper? What the aesthetic? Yeah. Um, um, what have you been up to this week? Not much. Um, well, over, um, over MEA. Yes. Um, and for our listeners who don't know, MEA is like um, a big meeting for like um, our teachers and stuff. Like students get the rest of the week off. Like I got off school. Um, it's basically a, a fall break in Minnesota. Yeah. So we, me and my friends, we hung out for their birthday. Um, and their birthdays are a week apart from each other. So we did them back to back Friday and Saturday. What day is for their birthday? Um... Eric's birthday was on the 21st, and Tina's birthday was on the 14th. Do you know who else's birthday was during that week? Yours, Cooper. (laughs) Happy birthday, Cooper. Thanks. You're 18 now. I am 18 now. How does it feel? It feels good. You know, we didn't plan to do a special birthday episode this week, but maybe we should do one next week. Next week? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little late, man. It's going to be like five weeks away from my birthday. It's already five weeks away? It's no. already been five weeks? No, but if we wait until next week, it'd be like three weeks away. Cooper, how could you let this happen? You're right. <laughs> I failed you. You should have done a special birthday episode. It could have been chill. It could have been chill. Yeah. You're right. We'll have to plan for a special birthday episode next year. Yes. Perfect. Um, well, Cooper that kind of sad realization um yeah we went to moa for their birthday we hung That's out fun. at nickelodeon universe rode some rides then we so what's your favorite ride at nick at nick um the fairly odd coaster is pretty fire too but nothing can beat absolutely nothing can beat cooper the um what's it called um the wonder pets ride the Wonder Pets ride? What's that <laughs> one? Um, it's the Wonder Pets ride, Cooper. Have you been on the Splathouse range before? It's like that, but Wonder Pets. Okay, the last <laughs> six words you said, I did not understand, okay? No, okay, the Splathouse. Have you been on the Splathouse range before? No. The big, <laughs> the big orange one that you just strap yourself in on, and it goes up and down like it's orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That yeah. thing. I haven't been on it, but I've, seen it? I... But I went to, I've been on one to like it. It's been. It's like, um. Probably five years since I've been Have you been to Valley Fair? Yeah. Um, you know, what's it called? The Power Tower? Yeah. 
It's kind of like that, but it does it multiple times. Okay. So, and it's obviously a bit shorter, but you get the gist. Um, yeah, so we went to MOA for their birthday, and then we came home, and uh, we watched um, a movie. And we'll talk about that movie Ooh. later today. Foreshadowing! Da, da, da. <laughs> now, Saturday, um, Eric's birthday, um, we did cosmic bowling. I actually have a story to go along with this, too. Uh, we did cosmic bowling at Andover I was like, what is cosmic bowling? It's essentially like night bowling. They turn off all the lights, the smoke machines. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool, pretty chill. Um, I'm pretty trash at bowling. You're pretty bad <laughs> at it, so... That's right off. Yeah, I know. I got... I got to look at my statistics. I got the most gutter balls out of everyone. Well, at least you accomplished something. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that's what I said, too. Here's my story, though. Um, so... You know, we had music from DJ Dave. Have I told this story on the show before? No. Okay. So this is just Dave with a stutter. Exactly. So DJ Dave. Yeah. Um, he was playing some sick tunes. You know. Um, this is this isn't really relevant to the story. I just like saying DJ Dave. That's good. That's important stuff. What happened was, we it was my turn to go, right? Well, it wasn't actually, but. Tina had just finished her turn. I, I was feeling really excited after the water I just drank. Yeah. It was really refreshing, really good. Some really, good water. Okay. Yeah, I got really excited. Okay. Right? I, I jumped around. I was having fun. Yeah. Right? I went to go grab my bowling ball, right? And I just went for it. I just went whoosh. Yeah. Right? But, yes, you do. Yeah. But what I didn't know was that um, the pins weren't done being set up yet. So, uh, you know that big hook thing <laughs> that comes down? Um, at, when, um, Did you like, break the machine <laughs> from? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I came really close. It, like, bounced back. It wiggled a little bit. <laughs> and, um, it came back in the gutter ball <laughs> towards me. And um, nothing happened. Yeah. And DJ did it to Dave, didn't notice. So That's good. We don't want to, like, disappoint did it to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you're not patient is the moral of the yeah, story. I'm not patient. Okay. I have no patience. Um, yeah. Dang. That's what happened. That's what kind of you? exciting. <laughs> Almost breaking a bowling lane. Bowling yeah. Machine. Well, for my birthday. Um, oh, yeah. How old are you turning? How old did you turn? 18. We already mentioned this. I know. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh. Um, but for my birthday, we went to, like, on Thursday, my family went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Wow. Which is, um, what they do is they, they, like, instead of, like, you getting, like, a specific amount of steak, you get this, like, little token, and you, if you want more food, you put on green, and then these people with just meat, they just, like, have meat on sticks. They come around and put it on your plate, and then cut off a little bit, and you're like... That's cool, but I still want more. So you leave it on green, and another person comes around with a different type of steak, <laughs> and they come off a little bit until you have so many types of steak that you don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. That, that was fun. Cool. And then on Friday, Saturday, I have another friend whose birthday was two days before mine, um, and he his parents got us a hotel room at a casino. And oh, went at the did some gambling. Yeah. Gambled their money away. <laughs> At that point, you gambled your life away. Just, whoosh, 
I did not you. do that. I stopped myself. <laughs> yeah. But we'll, we'll see what happens next time. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Box City. <laughs> Box City. Box City. Box City. Box City. Box City. Box City. Okay, give me a guess what you think it is. Uh, Box City? Yeah. Box City. Box City. It's a thing. It's, it's an activity. What do you think it's it is? A... Oh, oh, that's what you wanted me to guess? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I wanted you to guess? It's like, you want me to guess the name. Um, the name is Box City. <laughs> yeah, so if nobody can tell we're talking about Box City. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Box City is. Just um, give me a guess. Give you a guess? Yeah. Is it related to boxes? Does really the boxes. Oh my gosh, I, totally I know, didn't right? That. Wow, are you building a city out of these boxes? In some ways. In some ways? Yes. Like literally, metaphorically? Literally. Literally. Emotional box building? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just look at this pile of boxes and emotionally I give my heart out to it so that it can become a city. Yeah, exactly. You have to put your heart and soul into the box. Yeah. So, uh, what Box City is, right? Yeah, what's Box Which City? Which happened last night, right? Last night? It was an overnight thing. Wow. Okay. Do you have another guess? I, uh, I'm gonna give you more and more clues, okay? Okay. Um, oh, these are, okay. Cool. It's not like an, it's kind of hard because it's not like a specific thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, it's through my school, right? Yeah. It's a fundraising activity, okay? okay. Um, and so, a bunch of us, we got together, right? Um, and so, and we signed up for this, and we fundraised, um, put a bunch of money towards it to help people, okay? Yeah. Um. Who, who are you helping? What people? Okay, I'm just gonna give it away to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, is this, like... You have one final guess. Wow. One final guess? Yeah. Okay, was it a fundraiser to build a city out of boxes to get to stay in overnight, um, to raise money for something? For your trap and ski team, maybe? No. Oh. But interesting concept. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, what it was. So it's a fundraiser to raise money and awareness for homelessness, right? Okay. So what? Ha- so we arrived at 6, and they had speakers for like an hour, um, which were good. They had a couple speakers. They had like three speakers on like homelessness and how it affects you and stuff. Um, but like also how you could help. And then after that, so from 7 to 6 a.m. the next morning, we were outside as, like, and we were pretending to be homelessness. And, like, okay. so that you could, like, so we could better, like, experience that. Wow. But also just to raise awareness. Um, and so each person got a box, and they got to go sleep on the tennis court. Um, yeah, and so we, you could set it up, like, however you wanted. A lot of people brought tarps, and I brought a tarp, and then, like, um, and we, my group, we put ours in like a circle, so they're all like the openings faced in, and then we put the tarp over the whole thing, so we had like a little hut. Um, and then we just bunkered down for the night. They had, they gave us food like what you get, um, like bag lunches that you would get maybe from like a shelter or something. And then they also had bird barrels, which are kind of crazy. What Have you ever seen a bird barrel? Yeah, what is a bird barrel? So basically what it is, is just a barrel. 
that they cut out like holes to the bottom, right? Yeah. And then they just start a fire in it. And what it does is it gets super, super hot because the air just rushes in from the bottom and shoots up the top. Okay. So like, so you could use an extremely small amount of wood and yet have a really, really hot fire. Like the barrel was turning to red. It was so hot. Oh gosh. Um, wow. Okay. If you've ever seen like in movies or anything when the homeless people are around a fire, that's what a bird barrel is. Wow. Um, oh, so it's like those um, trash cans that have a fire in the middle? Yeah. Um, okay. So that'd be a couple of those. And yeah, so it was cool. It was interesting because it was like super cold. So you had to like, so it was like the struggle is trying to stay warm. Uh, but then also <laughs> we were on the new tennis courts and the sprinklers went off along oh. two of the edges. And so we had to move our stuff a little bit. Oh, Got a little wet. How big was this box? It was a refrigerator box, so I could oh. fit it in pretty comfortably. Okay. How many friends? How many of your friends did you have with you? Um, there were like eight of us in this circle, but I think there were like fifty to hundred people, probably like fifty people who were, stayed in the, bo- in the box city. Oh, that sounds really fun though, and it sounds like it's for a good cause. I yeah. would love to do that. Well, fun. maybe you could start it at your school. Yeah, maybe. We do it through ODA, which is Outdoor Adventures, and um, Choir helps out because they have a concert that night, which is like a fundraiser type thing for it, and then there's also some church that helps and they provide some food and stuff for us. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah, I might just start that at King Rapids. Be a founder of Box City version 2. Yep, 2.0. The... The new future. The new future. Yeah. So that's what I did just last yeah, night. That sounds super Did cool. not sleep in my house. <laughs> oh, so you didn't get any sleep at all? I slept a little bit. Really? I actually slept pretty well. Some people did not sleep very well because it was cold out there. I mean, like, how... The refrigerator box sounds kind of cozy. It doesn't sound that bad. It's not. It's not? The refrigerator box is not cozy because it's really, like, thin. So it's like inside the box, it's the same temperature as outside the box. Uh, but like you're, you brought a, like a sleeping bag and then everybody had jackets and stuff and hats. And so, yeah, if you brought enough stuff, you were clo- you were, you were warm. Some people were not. Yeah, if you underestimated how cold it I brought today, and I kind of foreshadowed this. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> foreshadowed this um, at the beginning of today's episode. Okay. Um, I talked about how um, uh, me and my friends we watched a movie after um, after MOM, and um, this movie just so happened to be the Blair Witch Project. Ooh. Have you heard of this movie before, Cooper? I have heard of this movie. Yeah. Really? Okay. This well, is a pretty famous movie. Yeah, I know. I was just about to comment on that. It's a pretty iconic movie. And I'd say, um, I'd argue that uh, this movie largely changed the um, regression horror would take into the 21st century. You feel me? I can agree with that. So, okay. For those that don't know, The Blair Witch Project is a horror movie um, directed by, directed and edited by Daniel Murick and Eduardo Sanchez. 
and it essentially tells... Um, well, it's like he edited it too? Yeah. Dang. It was I like know. super low budget, right? I know. It was a pretty... It's, from my notes, one of the most successful independent movies of all time. Yeah, for real. Which is really cool, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, for those who don't know, it's essentially um, a uh, independent film about three... It's a fictional story of three student filmmakers who, like, go on a hike um, in Maryland... In 1994, they film a documentary about a legend called the Blair Witch, right? The yeah. three disappear, um, and their equipment and footage is lost and discovered a year later, and the quote-unquote recovered footage is the film that us, the viewer, sees, right? right? Okay, that's cool. That's a cool premise. I know. I thought it was really interesting. A um, couple other things to know about this movie. Um, it's filmed, it's, it's, a, it's a found footage film meaning like uh it's from the perspective of like a camera yeah right it's it's not like a traditional movie where it's uh where the camera is like a third person yeah it's the camera is held by one of the people yeah, in the movie exactly um so that makes kind of the uh, a lot of the shots kind of what's the word like um really shaky yeah and it's a bit hard to watch it sometimes it's a different but, effect yeah um and this in the movie was released in 1999 and at the time you didn't really see you, you, not a lot of people are using the found footage style of um, filming in yeah. 1999. That's why it's, it's kind of a new concept. Yeah, at the time it was a new concept. Because not a lot of cameras were like powerful enough to be able to do that with, and that yeah, small. Exactly. Um, another thing to know, uh, the, uh, Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez developed a 35-page screenplay. And all of the dialogue was improvised by all of the actors. All of the dialogue? Yes, all of the dialogue in the movie. That's kind of impressive. I know. I thought it was impressive, too. Um, Especially since... So they didn't use the screenplay at all? Pretty much. I think they used the screenplay as more of a reference. Like a guide. Yeah, of the direction in which the movie will go. And it's a pretty short movie, too. It's only 82 minutes, which is only an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty short. Yeah, from what's the most interesting thing about this movie to me, um, from a business perspective, is the marketing campaign that Merrick and Sanchez did for it. It's um, what did they do? It's really something interesting. So essentially, um, what they did right, they it the the film premiered at the Sundance Festival on January twenty fifth of nineteen ninety nine, okay. and the whole promotional marketing marketing campaign was marketing this as a legitimate documentary. Um, they were trying to. Uh, pretty much tell people that this was complete this actually happened yes this actually happened they even listed all the actors in the film as missing or deceased right what? they really went hard with this what's that question yeah so how how what do you mean how like they like did they actually like fake their death no well they didn't <laughs> how far did they go in? but they had like posters uh promoting the film and stuff like like stuff like this this is off the wikipedia page oh they dang. had like missing posters like these put up uh over places that were um like making like they were supposed to try and make the film seem like a legitimate documentary for with all these people yeah for stuff. those who can't see this is like this poster that i'm looking at it's like a legitimate like missing poster it doesn't look like it's advertising at all um and if i walked by it i would 100 percent assume that it was real <laughs> um that's kind of creepy though. yeah i know it is really creepy and honestly it's a really it's a pretty freaky movie too it's um it's more of a psychological horror film than it is like um like a jump scary horror yeah. film those are almost better yeah it's 
it's um it's a film that's supposed to make you feel like you're about to be scared without actually scaring you if that makes sense it's that's i guess that's why it's it's more of a psychological thing than it is um you know like a physical i being scared thing yeah you know? that does make sense yeah um another thing solo yeah okay so that's, so they tried to market it as a real um documentary yeah, about and, this Blair Witch. Yeah, and honestly, it worked. It, it really worked. did work. Did a people lot of, get tricked? Yes, a lot of people did think this was a real story. Um, or like a, a real, like... Documentary, thing, Like yeah. a real documentary. Um, the, the idea, the fictional legend of the Blair Witch, it says here, was conceived in 1993 by Mirak and Sanchez. So they made um, it up. Yeah, they did make it up, but I don't think it was revealed until um, a little while later. Also says here, the film is heavily credited with reviving the found footage technique, um, which was used later by other successful horror movies coming later, like Cloverfield in 2008, Paranorm- Paranormal Activity in 2007. Really paved the way for those films. Yeah. It, it grossed nearly 250 million worldwide. Holy right. On for a budget, yes, on a budget of 60,000. Cooper. That's crazy. I know that is. That's like honestly a, insane. It's like a, a thousand percent like return. <laughs> yeah, I know. The company awesome. that made this must have been so happy. Yeah. So much money. The film launched a media franchise, which included two sequels, which honestly aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> novels, comic books, and video games. Dang. I know. So uh, this obviously must have won somewhere. Yeah, it's a them. good idea. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'd say it was a. Uh, it's quite an interesting movie. The most scariest part, I'm gonna try not, I'm gonna try to avoid scaring, or not scaring, um, I'm gonna try to avoid spoiling it for our viewers. But, um, gosh, it was just, the scariest part came at the end, uh, where everything came into play, you know? Yeah. They entered in like this really big house, I'm not gonna tell you what happened when they got in the house, but just know a lot of stuff went down. Pretty, yeah, sca- pretty freaky, right? Okay, yeah. Um, like, uh, one of the people died or something. I can say or something. Yeah. Okay. One of the people died. Well, they all went missing. Uh, they all went missing. But all they all went missing at the end of the, um, the film. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so, it's an 82-minute movie, right? Yeah. A lot, a majority of the scary stuff comes in the last 20 minutes. They set it up. Yeah. They, they set, they spend those first that first hour setting everything up like um it sounds like a good movie then yeah um it really uh played with my emo- emotions it was pretty freaky when i uh oh it's like is this sundance festival a, a film festival yes it is a film festival okay now the sequel the uh, i'll i'll add this did you theme. watch the sequel i didn't watch the sequel but based on what wikipedia is showing me sequel which was incredibly rushed by the way it was released just a year after just the one was year released. yes just the uh, just a year after Dang. it was where did i i lost it Hold on. um it was book of shadows released in october 27th 2000 and apparently nobody liked it everybody <laughs> didn't like it nobody Oof. liked it but 16 years later a remake of the film called just simply titled blair witch was a uh, Released. Did it, what did people think of that? Apparently, one? um. I feel like I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, but I think so it was more like well received years. than Book of Shadows, but not as. I, uh, yeah, I feel like it, I heard that it was well. like good, but it was like definitely a remake, and it wasn't like 
because it wasn't as good as you would want it to be. Yeah, um, one thing I'm intrigued by is I want to see if... Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, neither... What, what were their names? Sanchez and Merrick were involved with the um, writing of uh, Book of Shadows. So uh, that probably contributed to why everybody thought it was garbage. Yeah. Um, but Blair Witch, that film... That was directed um, by Adam Wingard and written by Simon Barrett. And that's supposed that's supposedly the third and final film in the Blair Witch series. Oh, so it wasn't a remake. It was like a continuation. Yeah, it was a continuation. Apparently that film is canon. Okay. With the whole thing, which is um, really interesting. The film was a sequel to the first film, not the second, who potentially contained the actors from the first film in some context, and it wouldn't refer- it didn't reference any of the events from Book of Shadows. So they kind of like said yeah. Book of Shadows was a thing, but then they forgot about it and yeah. skipped it. It sounds like it's uh, it sounds slightly better than Book of Shadows. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, yeah. watch those movies. Yeah. Of course, that's what I said about the other movies that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, oh, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, <laughs> it has yet to happen. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had that discussion yet. We'll get there. Definitely watch the first one. That's probably the one that's most worth watching. Yeah. Um, this is a cult classic. Yes. Uh, I mean, if it grossed $250 million, I don't know if you could call it a cult classic, Cooper, but... Um, I'd definitely call it a classic, pre- then. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It's definitely pretty interesting. For real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, we should, we should watch this movie together. Together? Maybe, it, it would be awesome. We could, we could do it. It could be fun. Scare, scareween. Yeah, scareween. Halloween, but scary. Oh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. what I did there? Yeah, yeah, I do see what you're doing. No, I, I do see Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have stuff going on, too. I'm scaring people. Ha, nice. Thank you. Ooh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's So Cooper, you brought the uh, game for this week. Is that gonna be our thing now? We're gonna play a. I think it might. I don't know. What do our listeners think of that? Um, I hope you guys like it. If you guys want us to play a game every week, tell us. Shout us out on Anchor or something. You know what we should do, Cooper? We should make. We should start a website. A website? Yeah. So like, our fans could like um, like send us messages through our website. They could also they could, tweet like, us. Oh, tweet us? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We have a Twitter. <gasps> oh, uh... <laughs> Follow us at the ECAS show. Or no, the ECA show. Yeah, the ECA Send the suggestions show. there. Um, we might do a make website. We'll see. Yeah. But today... Line, what's the game we're playing today? You brought it today. Um, this game is called A Game from Cooper's Imagination. Ooh, I don't have a name for it yet. Okay. The goal is so here's what the game is. The goal is to describe an object um, without the other person being able to figure out what it is. Okay, so you have to pick like a hard object to describe or like a hard object to guess. Okay. Okay. Um, and like so, I would describe something, and we'll see how long it takes you, and then you describe something, see how long it takes me, and the winner wins. Um, yeah, okay. I like that. But everything has to be truthful, and you can't give bad descriptions. Okay. I'll try. I mean, I might inadvertently give bad descriptions. It's so true. You, you have to have... try your best. Okay. I will try That's my best. That's just my fish movie. Okay. Fish? Yeah. It's a pretty big fish. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. 
You guys can't hear it probably, but in the background, there was some rocks and stuff moving. <laughs> it sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, it's one of my fish moving around. It's the creepiest thing. I'm home alone. I'm like, hello? <laughs> Do you have a name for your fish? We have a lot of them, so no. Oh, okay. Um, you want to go first? Should I? Um... I want to go first because if you do something hard, I'm never gonna get it. <laughs> okay, yours. Okay. Um, let me think here. Um, large. You, so you, you can keep on adding descriptions. Okay, large. Um, America. <laughs> the United States. No. A map. Um, no. America. No. A plague? No. <laughs> okay, keep going. State. Texas. No. Hawaii. No. Australia. No. Alaska. No. Why did I say Australia or Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> Why did Alaska's a big state? Uh, keep going. Um, I think, keyword I think, Pacific Ocean. Is it a state along the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. It's on this map here. If you, well, well, all you guys, the states are on this map. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's one of these states. California. No. Oh, it's a the Pacific Ocean. That's a little bit. That is the Pacific. Um, Oregon. Washington. No. Oh, it's okay. That's not in the Pacific it's Ocean. It's the Atlantic. Yeah, it's the Atlantic. Um... Florida. North yes. Wales. It is Florida. It is Florida. Why did you say big? Because <laughs> Florida's kind of big. Kind is of. Is it not big? It's not that big. Oh. It kind of looks big. It's bigger than um, Tennessee, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that, that was my best one, but... um. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, well. Your turn. Um, okay. Okay. So do these have to be yes or no questions? Sure, we can do that. Is that what you did? <laughs> I guess so. I if I did, I didn't mean to, but Okay. Um Food. Okay. Um pizza? Nope. Um brownie? Nope. Comes in a package. Ramen? Nope. Um, Cookies? A type of cookies. Oh, there, so it's a type of cookie? Yeah. That was a good guess. Chocolate chip cookie? No. Oh. Um, you can't make them. You can't make them? No. <laughs> it's a, so it's a cookie I can't make that comes in a package. Yep. Um, many flavors. Many flavors? Yeah. Macaroon? No. Those um, are... Okay. It's sold to you by... Little kids. By who? Little kids. Little kids. Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you can't. You can't make Girl Scout cookies. Is the recipe like a secret or something? Yeah. How do you plan on making Girl Scout cookies? I don't know. They Come a be, Girl Scout. They wouldn't be in Girl Scout cookies. Then they'd just be Ephraim cookies. Ephraim cookies could be just as good as Girl Scout cookies if I make them exactly how Girl Scouts make them. Prove it. Then I'll. I'll tell you really? whether or not they're good okay oh, what else what okay your turn i think my turn i don't know i don't know who won that round that might have been a draw how 
You think you won that one? I think I did. Okay, fine. You won that one. <laughs> what, make, what makes you think I did? Did we talk about the same time, Joey? I don't, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Go okay, wait. It. Okay. Do you want me to count how many times it takes me to guess? Um, how many times it takes you to guess mine? Nah, it's fine. Just go take it. Okay. Let me think here. Got it. What? I got it. Fluffy. Oh, okay. Fluffy. Is it a couch? No. Comes in many colors. Pills, blankets. No. It's edible. Marshmallows. No. Fluffy edible stuff? Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Make sure you're not eating like clothes or something. <laughs> <in your head. laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, can be bought. Uh, that's a bit of a big guess. Big descriptor. I don't want you to get this one. Um, can get it at movie theaters. Popcorn? No, it's not fluffy or edible. <laughs> well, okay, popcorn is edible, but it's not. Fluffy. Cotton candy? Yes. Oh. It is cotton candy. Since when have you ever gotten cotton candy at a movie theater? The movie theater I go, I go to sells cotton candy. Really? Do movie theaters don't do that? Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I, I just don't see it. <laughs> I feel like that's not a movie theater thing. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. I was going to say, instead of movie theater, I was going to say um, carnival or state fair, but that would have been a pretty um, big thing. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, your turn. Okay. That took um, you four guesses, by the way. Okay. Um... Oh, I got one. Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to get this one. Really? But we'll see. Okay, so. Makes noise. Okay, is it an instrument? Wait, can I ask you questions back? Sure. Is it an instrument? Yes. So we'll count that as one. Um, so it's an instrument. Okay. Um, it's large. Is it a um, cello? No. Um, is it a bassoon? No. <laughs> um, it uses strings to make noise. Okay. Um, it's usually made out of wood. Okay, does it have to be plugged in to make sound? No. Okay. Um, generally, they are not electric. Um, it's... It's wood. Is it a cello? No. We already said cello. I said... Bas- did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you have to sit down to play it. Oh. Okay. It's a string instrument that's made of wood that has to be sat down to play. It uses strings to make noise. It's made of wood, and you do have to sit down to play. Okay. Um, is it a... No, but you can play that standing. Um... You don't have to sit down to play, but it's generally played sitting up. Is it a double bass? No. Um, it's, you're thinking about it wrong. I am? If the strings make noise, it's not considered a string instrument. Really? Oh, is it a piano? Close. <laughs> but no. <laughs> it's a type of piano. It's like a classical piano. Oh, is it a harpsichord? Yeah. Yay, I got it. That took 12 guesses. I'm a wow. pro. 
you that was are a good problem. one, right? Yeah, it was a good one. Wow, I'm surprised. I did. I tried not to. I tried not to make you think piano, because as soon as you thought that, really, you were gonna get it. <laughs> like, nah. As soon as he said classical in classical piano, I got it. Yeah. Because if you said um. And I mean, technically, I was right because they do use strings yeah, they to do. make the noise. But then again, all pianos use strings. To make yeah, noise. like grand pianos, those use strings. Yeah, they all do. But you were thinking like a, a stringed instrument, like an orchestra yeah. instrument, which okay. wasn't right. I think I have a hard one for you. Okay, I'm ready. Um. Okay, this one might be hard. Um. Uh, do I even want to do this one? Yes. Are you sure? I'm ready. It's, it might not be something you'll even think about it. I'm ready. Okay. They're... They're older. Right? Uh, so it's like a classical thing? Yes. Okay. Um... <clears throat> they're not typically used anymore. Okay. Um, it is an instrument. Well, it's an attachment to an instrument. Well... An attachment to an instrument? Okay, no. That, I, what I'm was not going to count that one. Oh, um, that descriptor I just gave. Okay. Um, so is they it? They are a type of string. Hold on, so is it an instrument or an attachment to an instrument? It's not an instrument or an attachment. It's a type of string that yes. goes on the instrument. Yes. So I guess you could technically say it's technically an attachment. But... Okay. Keep going. I'm ninety percent sure I don't know what this is. Okay. Um. They were used in the 1600s. They're okay. made out of animals. Is it like a horse, horse hair string? No. That's, that's a horse hair bow. Yeah. Made out of animals? Yes. Is it like a spider silk string? No. Okay. How, however cool that would be. <laughs> Keep going. Um... They're quieter than normal strings. They're quieter. Yes, you can't play as you can you can't play as loudly as them with them it, 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 um, compared to um like normal metal strings. Okay, hold on a sec. What do you what instrument do you put them on? Normally orchestral instruments like, like cello. Is there a specific one, or it could be anything? Um, they're primarily used. Were used okay. on cellos and basses. I'm telling you 100 percent right now. I have no clue what this is. Really? Yeah. Okay. What is it? They're called gut strings. Yep. I have no clue what that is. <laughs> so is it okay. made out of the gut of an animal? Yes. Gross. <laughs> I know. That's why I said they were used in the 1600s. They're made out of animal intestines. Um, they're why? not primarily used anymore. Why? Why were they made out of animal intestines? Because at the time, metal wasn't recognized as a material to build. Um, musical strings out of. Oh, so instead, sense. they used animal intestines, like um, like what is that? cat guts. Does that mean that's what a Stradivarian no. is strung with? A Stradivarian? Yeah. Don't believe so. A Stradivarius violin. What do they use as the strings? Let me see here. Don't actually know. They used cat guts? Yes. Well, no, wait, hold on. I just expect to be like cows or something here. Yeah. Uh, nah. Cat. Okay, so the makers are called cat gut. 
like, like it's spelled C-A-T-G-U-T. It's a type of cord that's prepared from the nitrile fiber that's found in the walls of, intru- of animal intestines. Huh. Cat, g- cat goop makers, I hope that's how I'm pronouncing it right. My orchestra teacher would kill me for this if I was pronouncing it wrong. Okay. Um, since he, he's talked about them in class before. They used sheep and goat intestines, and occasionally the intestines of cattle, pigs, horses, mules, or donkeys. That's kind of what I expected more. Yeah. Huh. They look like... Yeah. This. Basically just a string. Yeah, but made okay. out of cat gut. Or no, animal intestines. So yeah, that was a pretty hard one. Um, that was really hard. Yeah, I didn't expect you to get that one. I would have been pleasantly surprised if you did. Your turn. Do many people you meet know that? No, actually. Um, at least people my age know. Okay. Um, I'd love to play on um, gut strings, though. Sounds fun. Sounds shit gross. It's not gross, Cooper. That's what it sounds like. That's why I told you they were used in the 1600s. Um... Okay. How many more rounds do you want to do? I say we're done. You're, we're done? Yeah. Okay. Well, Cooper, that was fun playing with you. It was fun playing what with you. Good yeah, game. Good game. What an interesting um, thing to leave um, this game off of. Yes. Um, and I think that is our time for today. I think you're right. Um, it's been fun hanging out with you today, Cooper. Two cool dudes talking about cool stuff. Exactly. That's what this show's about. Um, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Feel pretty flop flop. Bye.